Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Traffic was so bad, it took me an hour and 15 to go 10 miles. Such a joke. Why is it so freaking hard to find a mailbox when you need one? Do you not have a mailbox? No, like one of those blue public mailboxes on the street. Oh, God. I don't know where those are. (laughs) I ripped apart my entire storage closet to find something that I later remembered I put in a drawer to avoid that very closet. Why do spinning instructors have to smile at you during really hard intervals? That's like the last thing I want them to do. Seriously. Have such a good day. Hello, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, hey, the show everybody. that it's it's about exactly what it sounds like. It's about, you know, we, we like to share our super secret knowledge about life and, you know, love and, and the I world. Lo- I like to think we have some super secret knowledge. I think knowledge. we kind of do. We definitely have a lot of experience about life. We do. Now, that's for damn sure. And we have a lot to say. Whether or not I'm going to give you good <laughs> advice, we're going to get into that a little later on the show. Very up for debate, but boy, do true. I have experience. We definitely have that, and you know, we you know we have like I like to talk about our silly little lives a little bit, and you know, for your entertainment, and hopefully, it's as entertaining for you as it is for us. We, ha- we sure enjoy it. We do. This is a therapeutic show for Heather and I, <laughs> um, because it's the way that we would more or less hang out anyway pretty much and the fact that we have built such a community of folks who kind of like it in the same way that we do is like this is the best it is the best it's not that it's not any work i mean you know we're not just like well i'm kind of hanging out in my pajamas tonight but like (laughs) for the most part i mean we actually have to do stuff it it does take effort every week and you know it's an every week thing we we've never taken a week off no we haven't and it's episode 21 heather so you know what (laughs) we are legal to that and ready to overdo it (laughs) take on the world do you remember your 21st birthday I was thinking I'm about this sure. the other day. That's actually a really good question. I don't remember. I don't mine. remember it either. That's really sad. And and you know, full disclosure, I was full disclosure. I, I'm not 21 anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm no longer 21, so it's a little bit in the past. But but I you know I always say like I was a bad kid. I really wasn't a bad kid as far as bad kids go. But I had a fake ID. I did I, too. And I was drinking before I was 21. Uh, 
And that's what some kids do. Maybe that's so why we don't I remember. Think, I think that's probably yeah, why. Because it all blends together. If it was like one thing where you were like a total prude up until you were like 21. I was also a little younger than everybody because I started school early. So when I was 21, I was graduated college. Mm, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like it was like I was like in my first job. Oh. Oh, interesting. So yeah, I I, I probably God, really I probably at the time thought I was like so grown up. It like we didn't even have to celebrate because I was like <laughs> so into it already. Well, probably all the times <laughs> that we went out and raged like at Tech TV and G Four because we raged a lot. I mean, maybe that has some somehow uh, just you know messed up our brains a little bit. It's hard to remember. It's hard to remember all those times. Are you saying, all those good times? We had some memory lapses. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I would think so. So, um, well, if anybody out there was with me on my 21st birthday, <laughs> write us at hi at have such a good day dot com and let me know what I did. Please shed some light. I probably had beers. I'm sure you did, and yeah. you were with good friends. I hadn't yeah. met you yet. No, I hadn't met you. No, yet. No, 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 not no. until probably about three years after that. Yeah, because it was yeah it was after college. Obviously, it was my first job, or it was my second job. But yeah, I mean, technically, my first job. Anyway. So um, I'd like to plug our bonus topic. Please do. Um, this one is a little, it's a little different than some of our our previous ones. Um, I'm just going to kind of throw this at you. I not, didn't give you any time to prepare, Sarah. Um, okay. What is the craziest thing that you've ever done in life? Well, yeah. it might have been my twenty first birthday, uh, maybe. <laughs> but we don't. We, <laughs> yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to figure that Who one knows? out. Who remembers? No, I don't think so. Um, um, okay, I'll we'll we'll think up we'll ruminate on that. We will for we'll the marinate. next for 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 the for the rest of the show. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, for anybody who might be joining us for the first time or needs a reminder of how this all works, the bonus topic is for our five dollar or higher per month patrons. We love all of our patrons equally. <laughs> I mean, to no the, discriminating to the moon and back. Oh yeah. But for, um, for, for $5, $10 and up, we, we make the show longer. We do. And we, and we get a little bit more into, you know, some, some life stuff. We do. In fact, we have, we're going to have an extra special action packed, uh, bonus topic today because we're trying out something new as you've probably seen. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more coming up. Um, but I uh, don't, I don't want to um, bore you with all the details uh, more than once, but um, we will be taking on another little topic in today's bonus to just kind of see how it how it uh, resonates with you. So um, anyway, Sarah, tell me a little bit about how your week has been. Man, it's been busy and it's good to be busy. Uh, I, I, I thrive on structure. Yeah, definitely. And if I don't have structure, I... I mean, I'm. You just sit there staring at the wall. Well, like, I'm twisting uh, in the wind a little bit <laughs> because I, I, it's hard, I yeah. just, I'm, I'm a worker bee. Yeah, if you I, are. If I'm busy, I'll do it. But if I'm not, I, I'm almost worse. Yeah, this, like, this is just something I kind of know about myself. Yeah. However, this has been a busy week. Mm-hmm. I just, um, you know, Heather and I are both freelancers, and sometimes my weeks are, yeah, they're kind of chill. Uh, not that I'm not working, but they're they're doable. And other weeks I'm barely keeping it together. And this is just one of those weeks. And what happens, and this is just a cruel thing that brains do to people, is for me, when I get to the point where I'm sort of like, okay, I got this stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And like, did I talk to this? Mm-hmm. Did I tell him that I was going to, you know, yeah. you know, you're, 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 you're running through the 
you know, the itinerary, I can't sleep. Totally. I can't sleep. Uh, some people sleep really easily. Um, and I hate those people. But do you look at your phone really close to when you go to bed? No. You don't. This is not about okay. my phone. I've been doing this for years. Yeah. But I've been doing this before cell, before smartphones. What if you wrote down like a list of things that you were going to, the things that you think about before you go to bed and be like, okay, I got to go to the grocery store. I got to do this. Get it on paper so that you don't have to think about it in bed. Well, okay. So, you know, I don't believe in pens or <laughs> paper. The, I know. I thought but, about that immediately. But this is a thing that I do within my. Comp- okay. My, my oh, you comp- do. In my notes app. Okay. Oh, on a daily basis, because I'm sort of like, Sarah, you got to do this, you got to get dog food, and there's like people depending on you, and you got to remember to call Spectrum because they, you know, like seem to be overcharging you for your internet. Like all of that stuff is, it's all, it's all on a task list. Yeah. But the weight of it all. Yeah, I hear you. Still keeps me up. It just does. I know. And it sucks. It's a lot. So I've had some insomnia this week, which is... You know, if you're stressed and you're busy, that's the last thing you want. Because you want all the sleep you can get. Do you ever feel like when someone talks about certain things, like, I don't know what the term would be, but if someone talks about anxiety, like you start getting anxious or like when someone talks about insomnia, it almost feel like... Like you might get it. Yeah, like I'm a little superstitious in that way. I feel Mm. like in a way, yeah, like that kind of stuff just like bleeds into your world a little bit. Even though I do sleep like a baby and I don't mean to brag, but I, um, it's, no, it's, I mean, I, I it's the I one thing I have, you. it's like, it's like you. the one uh, wonderful thing that I have. I, not every night. I do have insomnia sometimes for sure. Um, and I do the same thing where I like, I'll, I'll think about all the million details of like my next day, my to-do list, you know, all that. I, I, I get those nights, but for the most part, I'm, um, I, I sleep pretty deeply. A pretty good sleeper. Well, it comes in waves. It does. And it's always stress related. Mm-hmm. And I know this. And I know a lot of you out there are nodding your head because this is very common. But it doesn't make it any easier. Yeah. You know, for example, this morning, I was up at three. And I laid there for three hours. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get uh, a little bit more shut eye. Thinking like, should I just get up? Yeah, but it's dark outside and then Otis will get up. Yeah. That's my dog. Because if you and stir the, and then the animals stir. And then, yeah. And then it's just like that. I might as well take him out. But it's, I don't want to walk him in the middle of the night. Let if me I ask you this. It. Do you have a natural time of the evening where you just get naturally really tired? Like, like, because for me, I'm not even joking. Like 1030. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost on the dot. It's like, that's where my, it's like a turn into a pumpkin. I mean, I can push it. And, you know, reach a second wind. But my natural... But why? Well, yeah. Yeah. My On natural... I, the thing is, I sleep better if I go to bed. It, I'll read until 11 or whatever. But if I... I'm pretty diligent about, like, during the week, go to bed by 1030. I think that might be part of the reason why I sleep really well. Because you, you need your body to be on a regular thing. Yeah. But if you stay up past a certain point, I get really wired. If I stay up past 11 or 12, I tend to lay there and think and get wired. Well, as as know. as many people uh, um, will understand, the one thing, if I were to run seven miles, mm-hmm. I would have slept fine. Yeah, but I, know. I, I don't to, yeah. always have time to do that. I'd love to. Would you? <laughs> sure. Like every I mean, day. Well, I you know I I. I enjoy exercise a lot. Yeah. I'd like to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's perfectly fine. Like, it's not something that some people are like, eh, running. I'm like, no, it's fun. Yeah. But, um, 
but it's time consuming. It is. You got to carve out an hour. You do. And if I don't do that, I don't sleep as well. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like you have that extra energy you have to. Well, anyway, keep me posted. En- enough about insomnia. I'm going to sleep good tonight. I'm yeah, you are. Somehow. I-, I can feel it. Heather will just like hatchet my head. I'm going to, you know, because you, you leave your door unlocked. So I'm just going to creep in at about 11 o'clock. Yeah, you don't have to tell if you, if you hear the, the good people of the internet <laughs> that. You hear the, um, the the stairs creak. It's yeah. probably me, or maybe it's the boogeyman. Well, Otis will kill anybody. Or maybe it's that weird guy comes. with the headlamp that came by the other night. That's that's yeah, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. It's, it was actually pretty benign, but yes, <laughs> Heather happened to be here at that time as well. It was very amusing. <laughs> um, so I actually had a funny thing. I um. I don't know. It's just, I, I, you know, we get so busy with our daily lives and just with, yeah, our to-do lists and, and, you know, our deep thoughts and, and whatever. It's like, I actually created a list the other day, yesterday, um, of the things, the little things that make me happy because it's a great thing to have when you're having sh- uh, like a bad day or a bad week when you're like, mm, like no, everything sucks. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm having a really bad week. If you, if you look at your list, you go, oh, I love Japanese food. Then, okay, well, then I'll go get some Japanese food and it'll cheer me up. Like, there's like <laughs> these little things that I'm like, this makes me, like, this is who I am. These are the things that I enjoy doing with my time. Right. And that give me a burst of joy. And so I made a list of the things that make me happy. Well, and I think that that's, you know, it's, I, I, I love that because... You might not say to me, I love Japanese food because I might be like, great for you. (laughs) But it's like, it's something that you know about yourself. And if you're kind of feeling a little low or eh, Mm -hmm. things are being a little challenging, Mm -hmm. it's like you can remember that, that, yeah, that will give you that sort of like dopamine boost. Oh, totally. um, Beyond the fact that it tastes great. Exactly. Um, Japanese food. By the way, that Japanese sandwich place down the street is real good. You tried it? I did. What did you get? Uh, I'm so jelly. I don't remember what it's called. We'll have to look at the. Uh, but what the, was in it? It was like mushrooms. Well, it was a chicken. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was. It was good. It was real good. I'm really interested. That that sounds really cool. Um, but no, I I I actually this resonates with me a lot because yeah, sometimes yeah, you got your peaks and valleys. Oh, um, you do. And the little things in life are. Sometimes the things that you really have to lean into you do. to remember that, you know, you're a, I'm a human, I'm unique, yeah. I'm cool, you know, I like the things that I like and yeah. that's that's what makes me me. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, and it reminds you too, because you forget like, oh my God, I love singing in the car or something. Like yeah. it make, brings me so much joy to open my sunroof and sing and belt out. I don't even care who's looking at me. I love it. And I did it the other day and I was like, I, I really love it so much. Yeah. It's like me doing karaoke or like dancing or like it, it, it has that same feeling. Helps you remind you, yourself that you're alive. Exactly. It's funny. I yeah. um I produced this sh- podcast, Unfinished Biz, and I won't mention her by name because the, the episode hasn't released yet. So I'll let her tell the story. But we interviewed her yesterday because <laughs> part of why I'm so busy because I've, you know, luckily have 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 some some jobs as a freelancer but she said uh it was so great she was like 
uh, we asked her, uh, you know, yeah, like what, you know, what do you like to do for fun? Yeah. And, you know, just kind of talking. And she was like, I like really simple things. I like lighting a fire in the fireplace. Uh-huh. I like putting cuticle cream on my hands. <laughs> I like watching Friends. And I've watched the entire series at least 10 times. And when it ends, I just started over. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and it, it, I was sort of like, you know what? I'm glad that you're admitting that. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people think that that stuff is very silly. But it's actually very endearing. I think at the end of the day, most people have those things that you strip it all down. Sure, like there's other some people that are such overachievers and they're, you know, traveling around and doing so many wonderful things. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to what do you do on a Sunday? Like you wake up to the farmer's market. I go for a walk around the lake. Like a lot of mm-hmm. that's daily, rig- you know routine is small simple stuff I thought you were going to say rigor mortis yeah no I was going to say rigmarole but like <laughs> rigor mortis uh, I have to do it <laughs> I've seized up well okay so speaking of what you might be doing on Sunday this is Ooh. probably not something that you're going to be doing and that is boring a hole under Los Angeles that I will not be doing no um, and I'll leave I- that to uh and, know, and when, when I say that, uh, for anybody who's not familiar with the boring company, it's boring not in the sense of like yawn boring. It's boring in the sense of we're boring a hole under. I like that they call themselves that. I know. It's, it's great. really cool. This is Elon Musk's company. This is the Hyperloop project. Uh, they're it's not really, really cool. calling it the Hyperloop uh, these days. But uh, the idea is Elon Musk, of course, uh, CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, and uh, a, 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 a colorful figure. And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but let's talk about uh, the future of subways. Because that's really what this is. Totally. Think of it this as his version of a hyper fast subway. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. It's under the ground. Mm-hmm. And it goes from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Just so happens. We won't give away too many details about the neighborhood. But... Heather and I are not too far away. Her address is. (laughs) Please come over. I leave my door open. (laughs) I'm behind a very locked gate. She is. Uh, But uh, the the idea is is that this company is looking to sort of put together proof of concepts that Mm -hmm. are in a shorter area of space because the original concept was San Francisco to Los Angeles in, you know, 30 minutes. Totally. Or even less. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. It was something crazy. That's a huge undertaking. Everyone was like, can't be done. Oh. And there were a lot of regulatory issues. Mm-hmm. And the, it, it's, it's, it's been not shelved, but uh, it has, it, it has, maybe more it has stalled than, sure. for, for, yeah, for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. But the company still has a fair amount of, private land mm-hmm. where they could you know they, they could basically create a an elevator of sorts down bore a hole under the ground which the company if you believe their pr spiel which is right on their website i read it today it's 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 very thorough um won't be uh loud or annoying because that's always my first thing is like and I just please just just keep your that was my first question but if it's under the ground eh. and then for all the people who said well it's Los Angeles what about earthquakes well 
according to them again. If you're above ground, that's where all the shit happens. Sure. If you're under the ground, you're kind of moving with the ground. Mm-hmm. It's actually a safer place to be. I love so, it. Okay. All right. So we're good. So it's going from Dodger Stadium, which is the LA Dodgers baseball team, uh, which is it's uniquely part of a large park. So there's actually quite a bit of and it's land. a mountain. I mean, it's like a hill. It's a it's- hill. Yeah. This the whole idea is to drum up interest for Los Angeles mm-hmm. because you could get a lot of people to be like, oh, if I don't have to drive there. An hour and 15 minutes, 10 miles. Exactly. We've got traffic issues yeah. here to, you know, go underground. Great. And it would, the, you know, the the, the whole idea could be very vast and exciting later on. But but the first, uh, let's get uh, the the city to get on board would be from, Kind of this this eastern side of L.A., not as east as it goes, mm-hmm. but the eastern side of of, of the town mm-hmm. to Hollywood, mm-hmm. and that would be a four minute ride for what the company says would be about a dollar per ride, which is That's like insane, way cheaper than any public transportation that exists. Imagine right now. how much it would change the face of like Los Angeles. Like it would just be a totally different place. If you could just it would be yeah. insane. I always call whenever I'm in New York, I always say like I'm rocketing through the bells of yeah. Manhattan because you do feel like <laughs> you you're totally do. Because you're underneath yeah. and you know, you kind of mm-hmm. you know, you're like a mole person. Yeah. But it's not always all that fast. No. This would be fast. Like this isn't gonna be like the New York subway. Like it, it's not gonna be stalled like, you know, well, eighteen w- times a day. One assumes that th- there will be stalling problems well, sure, because there, there be always is when you when you have transportation um, infrastructure of this magnitude. But the idea is that yeah, once your ride starts, you're gonna get to what took me an hour this morning in four minutes. Oh, car companies are not gonna be happy about this. Well, I don't care about that. Yeah, I don't either. I'm excited. No, this is really exciting. And my question, my my a very burning question I have for you is, what about the marmots that live underground? Well, are there marmots in LA? Well, I mean, I'm just talking about like ground creatures, you know? Well, I think we'll... we'll I we, hope that they watch will, out for them. We will make sure to um, let Elon, yeah, you I know, like to, I, I call him Elon. You yeah, know, we're a first name basis. Uh, <laughs> to let him know, like in cities with marmots, uh, chill out, man. Oh, by the way, yeah, didn't even tell you. So Otis and I were on a walk, uh-huh. um, and there are lots of hills around here, and we've just been exploring. It's been mm-hmm. great, and it wasn't nighttime. It was, I don't remember what time it was, but it was certainly like it wasn't even early morning. It was like. I don't know, regular morning. Let's call it 10 a.m. Okay. We ran into a coyote. You did tell me this. Oh, I did? Yeah, but I want to hear I want to hear it again. Well, because coy- I love coyotes and it, they're very L.A. Oh, and, you know, the coyote was sort of like, I have a pretty big dog. Day, actually. Pretty big. Yeah. The coyote looked slightly injured. God, we keep running into these injured animals. Not <laughs> not super injured. I mean, coyotes Buddy. are kind of, you know, they're he's a wild animal, right? Yeah. But it was funny because whenever I see, because my, my dog is... He's large. He's 85 pounds. He's mm-hmm. a big dog. He's a dragon. He's a dragon. He has dragon feet. But, um, 
you know, whenever I see another dog that's sort of his size that isn't on a leash, I'm sort of like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, because my dog is fine, mm-hmm. but I don't know what's going on with the other dog. You know, you kind of got to just like watch that. Yeah. And I saw him up the street and I was like, ooh, it's like a German Shepherd or uh, some sort wow. of a, like a small one, though. Well, they're kind of it wasn't it wasn't it was that coyote. small. Wow. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as big as Otis, but it, he was it was a coyote. I would love to see sure. a coyote. Well, we did. You don't, it and, doesn't happen that often. And by the time we kind of, and he sort of looked at us, you know, and, you know, I can see my dog sort of looking at me like, mm, something, something weird about that dog. Like, why is he not with anybody? You know, mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, let's just keep going. And soon after that, I met this elderly woman who just happened to be walking down the hill. I mean, we're way up in the hills. Like, mm-hmm, we're not even mm-hmm. in town anymore. And I said, and I was like, there's a coyote. (laughs) And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, no big deal. I see him all the time. Right. I was just like, it's just, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Have a nice Sunday. That's (laughs) really funny. I just had nothing else to say. I gotta, I gotta go check that out. In fact, uh, I think I might try to um, do a little pilgrimage up there. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, we haven't done this in a while. We, we did this a lot when we first launched the show, but a pop culture roundup. Okay. I thought you'd be really excited about that. Just, you know, like what, what are we listening to? What are we watching? Yeah. So when we talk about pop culture, we're talking music, movies, television, I don't know, art. Totally art. All of that stuff. In fact, I mean, I live and breathe all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, I, I don't know if I told you, but, um, one of the things that really makes me happy is Alexander Calder who is an artist who makes those really cool kind of mobile um, things. Look them up. You'll love it. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I know went... More, more about Calder than I do. He's one of my favorites. And okay. I uh, I went on a random uh, day. I was by myself. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And um, I went down to one of my favorite museums. It's downtown uh, Los Angeles. It's a pretty small museum, the Hauser & Worth. And I had no idea what was going on there. I just like the bookstore and they have, have you been there? Mm-mm. I got to take you. You'll love it. We yeah. have to go to the little restaurant there. It's so cute. I don't even know Okay, we're going to do this. That's um, crazy. Seriously, remind me because you'll love it. Okay. Anyway, I go down there and there was an Alexander Calder exhibit and it was so special because I stumbled upon it. I had no idea. And all of he all of his mobiles were black and usually he has stuff that's like very colorful. Mm. Anyway, it was amazing. So that uh, that happened on Friday. That totally inspired me. The other thing, I'm a huge Coen Brothers fan. I mean, most people, a lot of people are. I mean, if you yeah. if you have taste, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're 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 a certain kind of taste. They are. They're but, such but, good but, filmmakers right, that like yeah. I feel like even if maybe they're not some some of their movies aren't your style. There's got to be something in there that. That you like because they have such a, a huge it's hard not to respect the craft exactly when it comes That's to the Coen exactly Brothers. my point um so I'm not like it's funny so the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is their new movie and I wasn't as excited about it uh because it's a western and I'm not a huge western person so dusty I know it's so dusty and there's so much violence and it's very it's just, just a very everyone seems thing. like they need to go to a dentist I know they totally do or like they have like a UTI and like it's just a whole situation <laughs> like. <laughs> right probably did <laughs> um but like um I just I am so blown away by like their casting like they just they're on another level I mean they're and and I so I didn't know what to expect because it kind of has this Western vibe. It's six different vignettes that are all kind of connected, but with some different characters. And uh, Tom Waits 
who we've talked about on the show before. He's sure. a, a yep. one of my, yep. I like him a lot as a musician. Lives in Sebastopol, and my hometown. He does. And he's, he's a character actor. He's been in a lot of stuff like Jim Jarmusch and, and that kind of thing. He plays, you have to see this. There's this vignette with him in it. So you've seen the movie. Oh, I've seen the movie. Okay. I, I can't stop smiling about it because it has, it is so wonderfully weird. It is like macabre <laughs> and like, but funny. It is like darkly funny. Their level of humor is, it's like, you just, it's so funny. It's like, it's like violent and dark, but like funny on the top. It's like nihilism. It's kind of like this, like, there's a lot of that going on, like kind of the thread of like, you know, the world has no real existence. Nobody has existence. It's like total extreme skepticism and that sort of thing. I love it. I, it resonates with me so much. So anyway, like, um, g- give me like the two top actors in the movie besides. Well, um, it's, unless it's a secret. Well, no, it's like that one guy. I'm actually trying to remember his. Um, oh, actually, um, um, Liam Neeson's at Niels Neeson. Uh-huh. Is in yeah. it. From Taken. Yeah. Everybody knows him. I yeah. mean, they're they're the makeup. And I mean, it is just, it's so brilliant. Anyway, the, the humor though, let's talk about it because we'll talk about it when you watch it. Okay. It is so special. Um, I'll, I'll, how about this? I'll watch it before next week and we will revisit. Okay, you better. Okay. I'm going to check in with you. Yeah, um, yeah I gotta that go to great. the movies. I want some popcorn. <laughs> also, uh, Margaret Atwood, this has been all, all over the news today. She's writing a, another Handmaid's Tale. It's a sequel. Um, I Did you read her book, Handmaid's Tale? No, I watched the show though. It's wonderful. I mean, the show has now eclipsed the book, and yeah. it's on its own uh, plot line. But, um, but uh, I I know I know enough about the book versus the show sure. to know that there are some differences, totally. and that the book is it, beloved enough, even though it's so dark. It's so dark. You know, it's funny. I never read it in school. A lot of people did. A lot of people read it in high school, and so I recently read it. I highly recommend it. It is so, her writing style is so unique. I loved it. Um, so the book is, is coming out next September, like mm-hmm. a, September 2019. Um, and it'll be set 15 years after the events of the original mm-hmm. Handmaids. Um, I guess that uh, Margaret Atwood teased um, on Twitter that it will be narrated by three female characters. Um, I'm excited about this. This is really cool. Um, the other... You know, before we move on, Margaret Atwood was a guest on a show that I did a few years ago. Really? What show? It was uh, The Social Hour with Amber MacArthur. That's incredible. Yeah, because she's Canadian. Yeah. And so is Amber. Um, Anybody who doesn't know Amber Mac, get to know her. Uh, Social Hour? I don't remember you doing that. It was at Twit. Oh, at TV. oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a show that we did that was all about kind of social stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was a guest, That's and so I, cool. I remember Amber was um and is um, she just sort of knows everybody, and I remember being like, I know Margaret Atwood. Yeah, like, well, it, she was like, this is gonna be our guest, and I was like, okay, wow, okay, that is so cool. Yeah, like I it was like I felt very yeah. That's really really cool, and she was very gracious. Very kind, friendly, wonderful guest. Would would interview again. She has a dark mind, but I'm sure she's... A, a lot d- of times those people are very, you know, like I've met a lot of authors who are like the most jovial, kind, friendly people, but they write really dark, violent stuff. And it's so well, interesting, that dichotomy. Or, yeah, or, or musicians. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it's... Um, totally. When it comes to art, it's like 
whatever your outlet is, mm-hmm. that might be an outlet for you. It oh, doesn't yeah. mean that you're you embody that. Right. <laughs> like you don't That'd necessarily want to live in a dystopian society. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll run through the rest of these kind of quickly. So I have a movie recommendation. You know, Netflix has not always um, pulled through making one really good movies, but mm-hmm. I loved this movie. Loved it. Called Private Life. Not Lives, Private Life. Directed by Tamara Jenkins. Um, Catherine Hahn's in it and Paul Giamatti. And then the main young girl in it. I don't know her name. Total scene stealer. She's going to be up and coming actress. It is so good. It takes place in New York. It's like... It's just a wholesome, I won't really even tell you what it's about. Well, I'll just tell you that they're trying, they're doing IVF, they're trying to have a kid, but it's like all the complications that come along and like the the drama and the ethics and like all I, these I things. I actually saw a billboard for this today on my one hour and 15 minute commute, <laughs> you know, sitting at a stoplight being, because in LA, mm-hmm. every, you know, all the billboards are for, you know, movies or TV shows that are mm-hmm. coming out. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, I love Giamatti. I love Han. It's so good. And, you know, yeah, I'll, Honestly, I'll have to revisit that. So it's nice great. to hear that it's that it's so good. It's so fun. It's such a good script and it's great act, great acting. I'm I'm excited for you. So, uh, again, that's part of your homework. And then um, <laughs> also I heard today that Netflix is making um, a bunch of a uh, role. Doll was one of my favorite childhood classic, you know, writers. Um, I would say he's still one of my favorite authors like ever. But um, they are going to be making content out of a bunch of his stuff, not including James and the Giant Peach, which I thought was strange, even though because, there already is a because movie. That's that that would be the book that I know him most for. Yeah, well, then they're also redoing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They're doing Matilda, BFG. Some of these things have Charlie already and been. Charlie the Chocolate Factory I has know. already been remade. I know. When like, will it end? Why don't they do like? Well, they're going to do the Twits, which was a good one, and like yeah, there's but there's so many. He has all these short stories, mm-hmm. like the something of Henry Sugar and Six More. There's like all these wonderful short stories he did that no one's made anything out of that stuff. Well, I think there's been a few. But I'm I don't know why they won't they wouldn't be a little more original with what they're choosing to to make. But anyway, that's we're pretty far out on that. You know they you know they're spending like I think they were projected to spend like eight billion dollars on content this year in Netflix. Uh well um It's pretty nuts. That number seems big, but Netflix is a really big company. It really is. With a lot of subscribers. There's so, a lot of, yeah. we'll get into this maybe next yeah. week, but there's a lot of competition uh, coming up. There's some interesting stuff happening in the world of streaming content. All right. Well, Netflix, we've got our eye on you. We do. By the way, a company founded in your hometown, I Las Gatos, California. That's what I say now when people are like, wait, where are you from? I say, where oh, Netflix no, 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 no. is. Yeah. <laughs> Or was. It's, well, because it's... Now it, it's all over. Then they're like, oh, okay. Well, even though they didn't know that, it still it's gives a, them, like, context. It's unusual. It is. It, it is you're, unusual. You're, it's a San Jose suburb. And it's San Jose is Silicon Valley. And San Francisco. Yeah, there's a the whole thing. But yeah, like, Los Gatos, you don't hear that every day. Totally. So my last few is I am absolutely newly ribbed, like, obsessed with The Cure. Again, I've always loved The Cure, the band The Cure. I can't even tell you i'm gonna go ahead and decline that one (laughs) whoever you are stop calling during my show um i am just i have like a new found love for them and i can't stop listening to them they're the most wonderful band uh ever i i there are some cure songs that i i hold very dear yeah um but but yeah it's you've you've been on your i've been on a cure 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 wave i have for 
not just like a couple days. It makes me happy. I don't know. It's like it's really soothing me. It's, it's hey, and you, you got to listen to what works. I'm telling you, it makes me happy. It's on my list of things that make me happy. And finally, I'm seeing Roma tomorrow, which is. Do you know what Roma is? Mm-mm. Really? Okay. Is it about Rome? <laughs> no, actually, it takes place in Mexico City. And it is a Alfonso Cuaron movie, which, you know, he did like Gravity and he's a wonderful director and it's getting a lot of buzz. Is for, this it's a getting space a lot of movie, buzz. Heather? No, no, no. That he did a space movie. No, I, I this is Gravity was movie. actually a really good movie. It's basically. But I like to make fun of space movies because there are just too many of them. It, it follows like a year in the life of a middle class family in Mexico City in the early 1970s and it's the thing that's interesting about it it's getting a lot of oscar buzz it's it's like the first netflix movie that's getting they could win an oscar this is like going to be nominated as one of the best pictures next year for sure i i i I would feel terrible if, if it didn't but i feel very confident it is supposed to be the most cinematic beautiful movie but they have such a limited release because it's going to air on netflix but apparently it is the most cinematic thing you want to see in the theater because it's so beautifully shot like he's he always has a great cinematographer and so I get to see it in the theater and it's like barely in the theater like it's like in and out so I'm gonna go tomorrow oh well that's well that's fantastic that's my list of pop culture uh my little roundup for you um I will go ahead and weigh in on what I watched yesterday (laughs) um it's a HBO show called Sally Forever Sally with a four is it HBO I think so, yeah. Um, and um, uh, written and directed and starring um, an actress named Julia Davis, who created the original British series Camping, which has since been recreated. Which is awful. I would give it a zero. So I've heard. It's so bad. Didn't it's even watch d- it. It's pathetic. But it's it's apparently based on an original British series. I'm sure series, the original is which, better. Lots of American series. Yeah. Let's be honest. This is true. They take British series and they ruin them. Or no, yeah. that's not true. But they 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 make them better. Anyway, mm-hmm. it is um, it's a uh, it, I don't even know how to <laughs> describe whether or not I like it. I am intrigued. It's very. Dirty. It's very dirty. I've actually seen the pilot. Yeah. And so I, I there's, there's a, anytime a show yeah. where I'm like, oh, it's kind like, of crude. I'm blushing because I don't really, I, I mean, I, I can handle most stuff where it's like, oh, this is, oh, this is, it's a little crude. It's a, it's a dirty show. Yeah. But in a weird way. It's kind of British. It has a weird British, it, uh, weird vibe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, in and, a great way. but I also, yeah, I, I, I love my British shows for that. Me very too. Reason. I actually love them too. So I've just gotten started. Um, kind of gives me a flea bag vibe. It does. Um, but, <laughs> but almost more morbid. Yeah. And we're gonna we'll we'll circle back on this one too. I'll so get if, back on watching it because I only watched the the pilot. So and if anyone has been watching along um, and has thoughts of anything that we've talked about in our pop culture segment, do let us know, and we'll do like a little do a little roundup next week of yeah. what you know what you thought of Roma. Totally. What um. Anybody who might have um, seen Sally Forever uh, either agrees with me or doesn't about the show. 
and the like. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. The segment with Tom Waits looking for gold in the river. Are you excited for the Handmaid Tale sequel? Come on, people. I mean, Roald Dahl. Have such a good day dot com. (laughs) Do it now. Write us. I know there's a few of you that do like writing us about pop culture. So I'm looking at you. I hope to hear from you. Me as well. I know you guys are busy, but we we could use some emails in our inbox. So get to it. Speaking of emails in our inbox, Mm -hmm. Heather, uh, this is uh, we kind of alluded to this earlier in the show. Um, We want to try out a new segment. Um, um, Heather uh, had a poll on Patreon. Uh, Was it today or earlier in the week? I think yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, Mm -hmm. this week um, asking if we were to do a. Let's call it a Dear Abby or mm-hmm. uh, Ann Landers, but mm-hmm. but obviously for the modern age, called Dear Heather and Sarah, um, where we, of course, as as total unprofessionals, but again, lots of life experience and a deep care for humanity Absolutely. in general. Mm-hmm. Would you want us to maybe do a weekly segment, at the very least, where? You might write us in, and we uh, think about it, and 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 let you know on a future episode. So we're gonna try that today. We are. We actually have in our bonus topic. We got one. We got well, we got more than one email, but we this one in particular. <laughs> we, we picked an email. We are going to talk about it. Um, you might be the lucky one. We will see. Um, but I want to mention too. It doesn't always have to be so so serious. I mean. You know, Dear Abby was pretty funny. Like, her whole shtick was... I actually... To be honest, I, you know, that was something at the back of a newspaper. I didn't really read it. That it, Yeah. That, that's sort of a like an old it's school old. version of I what agree. advice is. Mm-hmm. And, again, I think that the, the, the thing that... The, the reason that we thought that this segment might be fun for all of us is... And, again, uh, keyword fun, is that... No one knows what they're doing, but w- people tend to be really good advice givers yeah. and not as good advice takers, sure, sure. which is why we all have fucking shit going on <laughs> in our lives, right? Like, I give great advice. You do. Do I, do I take it? No, Mm-mm. not always. Mm-mm. But I want to hear it. Of course. Because it's fun it, to talk about. It helps me realize what's kind of like, you know, like, oh, it's yeah. nice to hear another person be like, Here's what I think's going on with you, and mm-hmm. you might not see it because and we can I'm all giving this to each other exactly, mm-hmm. and I'm giving you advice out of love, yeah, and you asked for it, mm-hmm. and so. and we will make our. I mean, honestly, it's not like we're just gonna, um, you know, fly by the seat of our pants and give you advice. Like we will give you the best advice to our knowledge and our experience, and I feel pretty confident that we will um, learn something together. We will have fun. We might laugh a little bit and it'll just be, it'll just be, it'll be a good time. I, I think that it, it, it could fit really well into our show. Um, I do as well. So we're going to try it out and please let us know because again, we, wanna, we need is, to hear from you. For this sure. is, this is all about you and it won't work without you. Exactly. And if nobody wants it, well, we'll try something else. Exactly. But we hope that this might be kind of fun. So find us at patreon.com slash have such a good day. Not only will you be able to participate in a variety of polls, but you will see some of the milestones that we're working towards, some of the tiers for the folks that that help us make our show uh, a, a reality. Um, our monthly subscription options start at just 
just one dollar a month. Oh, we can buy some groceries every month. You know so, that that kind of thing. One dollar a month. Feed the ducks at if the you lake. Can, if, if you stale bread. There are actually a lot of ducks. There at the are. Lake. They're so cute. Actually, they're so cute. There's mallards. They're there's so like cute. other weird ducks. My mom and I were walking because she was in town for like Thanksgiving napping. last week, and I'm like, "What kind of duck is that?" And she's like, "I'm not even really sure." They're like, really cute. There's yeah. like swans and all like sort, all, geese and it's a, it's a, it's very bird heavy. I love it. Um, the birds want your advice. They all really right? do. Don't let down the birds. Don't let any of the animals down, please. Don't let any of the animals down. Oh, Heather, speaking of animals. Oh. All right, so this is this is just something I wanted to mention because I was, you know when you go down a little Google rabbit hole where you're looking for something specific? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was... Uh, let's call I was like 10 or something we li- and I've mentioned before that we moved around a lot when I was a kid and we'll talk about that a little later in the show actually uh, and at at one point we lived in this little house and it was kind of temporary we my parents knew that we weren't going to be there that long and the house that we lived at after that house was the one that I spent actually most of my childhood in anyway for whatever reason in this house there was a poster on the wall and it was kind of in a room that wasn't, it wasn't my bedroom, but it was like where I had a lot of kind of craft stuff. So mm-hmm. I hung out in there a lot and it was called Poodle with a Mohawk. Mm. Now, if you know what I'm talking about, you're automatically my best friend because it's a little obscure, but I'm going to go ahead and read it to you what it actually said because it is amazing. I've never heard of this. Yes. No. Oh. And by the way, Otis the dog has woken up and now really wants to be part of the dog oh, conversation. He said, "Oh, a poodle. My goodness." <laughs> anyway, Otis, please sit down. Okay. So, um it's a and it's sort of um it's I'm I'm going to describe this because I know a lot of you are just listening on audio. It's mm-hmm. it's it's sort of, you know, this kind of sketchy, like real mangy, like just ratchet poodle. <laughs> and it says, he knew what people thought of his kind. High strung, spoiled rotten, French. But in the next 24 hours, he's going to change all of that. He's small. He's black. He's mad as hell. <laughs> he's poodle with a mohawk. <laughs> and you'll never call him Fifi again. I love him. Wait, I didn't. Th- th- this did. Oh, my God. I mean, okay, so so cute for whatever reason, cute, but also like eh, it's cartoony, right? So for whatever reason, we had this poster up in our house. It's so funny. I don't remember where we got it. I don't know. Somewhere in Sebastopol, I guess. But um, but but, you know, and we didn't live there that long. And so it's like. It wasn't framed or anything, so I'm, I I assume my parents probably were like, when we moved, they were like, eh, throw that out, and it's, you know, the, the joke's over. Well, this actually has become a collector's item. Wow. Yeah. So the artwork is done by Linda Berry, mm-hmm. um, who was a cartoonist and an author and um, was quite well known, um, particularly in the Seattle scene, mm. where she was part of something called Real Comet Press, which was founded in mm-hmm. Seattle back, I've in, heard of that. back in 1981. Alive? She is. Um, and hung out with John Waters. Neat. And yeah, oh, yeah, she was just part of a whole kind of crew. Super cool. So Poodle with a Mohawk, one would think might have just been like a, haha, this is just a funny thing. It seems like a funny thing that you would maybe sketch if you were good at sketching. Mm-hmm. But it was 
it, it was quite beloved. And now it's a collector's item. And every time I look for it on eBay, it's sold. How, for how much? Not that much. Okay. okay. But it, there aren't that many. Mm. It's hard to get. So like you got to like jump on it. So if anyone knows where I can get this poster... Uh, I will, I don't know. We'll, I'll buy bad. nachos. So your mom has no idea where. Oh, God, no. That this it was, was so long ago. This was so long ago. And it was also like, this was not really something that, well, I don't know. It depends on your family. But I, I actually find it sort of strange that we had it up in one of our like main rooms. Yes. <laughs> it is a little strange. It's a little strange. But we thought it was but so endearing. funny. Endearing. We, we thought it was, I still think it's so funny. And if I find that print today, doesn't need to be framed, doesn't even need to be in good shape. You let you you send me a link. She's buying it, and I'm buying it, and I'm putting it up. I know. I think be, I I, I, end, I endorse it. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm gonna help you find one. All right. So you know, hive mind, community efforts. <laughs> help 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 me help you <laughs> by having this poster again. You'll love it. Too. It's a great little story. Thank you, Heather. God, I remember um, some things I had on the wall in my bedroom. I had some cool, like, I think I had like a little Prince thing and like, you know, something, something cute and childlike. But I think I also had like pictures of like Lover Boy, you know, the band and like Guns N' Roses and, and oh, some of yeah. those. And what, what was a Cameron, who was the guy from um, Family Ties? Family ties. One of those guys. I don't know. You're talking about Growing Pains, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Where is that guy? He's uh, very Christian. Oh, interesting. I, I, not... I don't. I don't know where physically he is, but I do know that about him. That's so interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Candace Cameron was his little sister who was on Full House. Where is she? I don't know, but I think she's married with children. All right. Well, that's also a show from our childhood. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. that was a great one. <laughs> Christina Applegate. Yeah, she's still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last mention, um, the last little story that we have here is, so I did you ever do that twenty three and Me where you you know you you spit on the thing and then you get all your genetic um, data? I have not. Um, I, I'm dragging my feet, and I know my mom who listens to the show is rolling her eyes because <laughs> some time ago she she didn't buy me the twenty three and Me kit, but she bought me like a ancestry yeah. kit you know where mm-hmm. you, yeah it's like saliva and you didn't do it and you send it in well it's it's in a box right i moved <laughs> recently and i don't know like i can barely find my own underwear but um but she did it and we know a lot about where my dad is from mm-hmm. but my mom's family was you know there's you know, some wild cards and she got real weird results oh you know she she had like a not a huge uh portion but it was like north africa yeah where we were like I had like a point zero one North Africa thing. Yeah, um, and and there was you know there was some Italian and you know stuff that actually didn't. It wasn't a, a huge surprise because I don't know. I mean, who knows where anybody's from? But um, but she did it again, mm. and it was actually more accurately interesting what she had always been told. Okay. So I think that the technology is getting better. Very over interesting. Time. I mean, I um, that's why it would be cool for you to do it because you can connect them, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of see like what you got from your mom, what you got from your dad. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I bought uh, a, like the boxes for my family last Christmas. It's it's such a Christmas thing to do. You know, you buy your whole family one. <laughs> Let's find yeah. out where we're from. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a fun <laughs> it's a fun family thing. No, but, it's, it's 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 good conversation starter. That's for sure. Well, there's an ongoing joke that like apparently I have because my sister took it and I I have like 
a slight bit more Neanderthal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it is like 0.001. Like it's a very, very tiny amount. Um, But still we thought, well, why do I have more of that than, you know, than my sister? What, what is, what does that mean? You know, genetic weirdness. Yeah. And so I, uh, I stumbled upon this story today that they were talking about how much, I mean, if you think about it, you know, there's so much genetic data now because those things have been out for a while, right? Like most so many people have done this ancestry thing yeah um so they have so much more data and so um basically a lot of the um the data that they have studied on neanderthal dna is that they neanderthals didn't really have like one-off hookups you know sexually they were very prolific because if you think about it they they had to have been you know, I mean, there's so much seed that was spread. But and wouldn't that be more one-off hookups than no? Less? But but more like I wouldn't. It, it's not more one-off hookups. It's it's more about like continuing like a lineage. You know, like, I see. Yeah, yeah. Get a partner, have yeah. thirteen kids. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sort of curious as to where, how far back. I mean, what kind of Neanderthal like. I don't know, like, how did I come out of that? Yeah, w- one would think that we all have <clears throat> at least a little bit Neanderthal in us because, because of the evolution of life. I think that these young people who are not having sex can um, take a little tip from Neanderthals or, or ancient ancestors and, you know, maybe maybe learn a little something something from them. Well, wrap it up. <laughs> Unless you guys have had, you know, some really adult talks. That's my advice to you, Neanderthal people. 0.01%. Anyway, so again, to remind you guys, we are on iTunes. We've got our website, havesuchagoodday.com. Our email is hi at havesuchagoodday.com. You know, let us know. Did you do you guys have any Neanderthal in your, did you guys get your uh, 23andMe or your ancestry done? Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. Um, please don't be a stranger. Don't be shy. We love hearing from you. Well, Heather, I think um, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this uh, very eclectic <laughs> episode. Well, we are. This is episode 21. So it is episode 21. And uh, we, we we love all of you. And we do a quick reminder that we do have a bonus topic coming up in just a few moments for all of our five dollar and higher patrons mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash have such a good day also just to just to very quickly patreon is how we make the show happen um, we're hoping to get as much support as possible so that we can make the show bigger and better than ever mm-hmm. so if you're if you're if, if you like it and you're not already a supporter please uh, consider doing so. Hey, it's the holiday season after all, right? Patreon.com slash have such a good day and lots more information there. Yeah, I mean, just a dollar a month or even write us a review on iTunes. Um, anything helps. That too. That Thank too. you very much in advance. Thank you in advance. All you. right. For now, we're signing off. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.